It's the Everything 80s Podcast with Franco in the morning. Ladies and gentlemen, rock and roll. Big Paul Castellano's life last night may very well have been a payoff for getting into such trouble with the feds. I would destroy any man who tries to take what I got. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Everything 80s Podcast. I am Franco in the morning and I'm here with Sean Morton, my partner in podcasting. Hi, Sean. Hi, buddy. <laughs> Why are you being so nice? Because it's early in the podcast? I'm, I'm starting to get like you. I'm up at like, well, you're up a lot earlier than I am uh-huh. now, but like I'm never a morning person. I'm up at six o'clock in the morning every day now. Oh, wow. I don't know how you people do this. I get up at 315. And oh, when I sleep till gross. when I, I am gross, but when I sleep till five on a Saturday, that's sleeping in. But I want to let everybody know that this is the Everything Eighties podcast, and yes. uh, I am Frank in the morning from one hundred point nine K Hits FM. You can listen online at bighitsbigfun.com. Follow me on TikTok at Franco in the morning for the history of music. And I want to let everybody know that our podcast locally is powered by Prime 82 Restaurant. Now, Sean, before we go any further, I want to give a shout out to Stu Bob, who is one of the followers on uh, or a member of my community. I hate to say followers uh, who listens to our podcast. And you know, I got a little off track last time and uh, he made it pretty clear that, well, you guys are kind of all over the road, but it was good. He thought we were good. So thank you, Stu Bob. Sorry, Stu. We'll stay on track today. <laughs> That's entirely up to me, right? Anyway, exactly. so uh, we were going to do uh, best and worst cover songs of the 80s, but you changed it to best albums of the 80s. And I'm really going to kind of turn this over to you uh, because you really are the 80s kid and probably a listener of an entire album of a, of a band. Am I right? You're an album guy? Yeah, yeah. I, I am an album guy. I mean, I think uh, once the 90s hit, you started getting into the cassette singles and yeah. the CD singles. Mm-hmm. And kind of took away from it went back uh, it went back because it originally was just the singles then it became the album you know right. uh and then it went back to cassette singles and and uh and cd singles but uh you're right it, it, it kind of went that way in the 90s but i want to give what i think are two game changer albums game changing albums of the 80s okay. um rem life's which one life's rich pageant game changer see how I would have said Murmur. Okay. All right. Uh, But I think R.E.M. in general was a game changer. And if I don't mention The Clash, London Calling, my Mm daughter-in-law will never talk to me again. She loves The Clash. 1980, great album. It's actually number one on uh, Rolling Stone's top oh, 100 <laughs> of the 80s. Yeah. I never yeah. Agree. And I never agree with Rolling Stone. That's hilarious. Oh, I don't either. I stopped listening to Rolling Stone when I saw the top 500 guitar players of all time. And uh-huh. they put Eddie Van Halen at number 70. And they Are put you Kurt kidding? Cobain, Kurt Cobain at number 11. <laughs> that, was my, that was my last rendezvous with Rolling Stone magazine. And those are both two artists that I'm sure you love. I love them both. Yeah. But Eddie yeah. Van Halen's a top five. Yeah. So yeah. whatever. Uh, I think if you're going to talk about albums from the 80s, you uh, have to start with not only the greatest album of the 80s, but I think one of the best albums of all Here time. It it's, definitely, it's definitely one of the biggest selling albums of all time. It's uh, Michael Jackson's Thriller. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Well, actually, uh, what's really weird is worldwide, it's the biggest selling album, yeah. hands down. But in 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 the U.S., it's not. That, that goes to um, the Eagles' Greatest Hits album. Which is always weird. I would never count a greatest hits album, but it's an I album. Guess you have to. Yeah, you have to. It's yeah. an album, you know. But I that kind of to. fluctuates between rumors and you know. But for but 
but the Thriller worldwide biggest selling album of all time, and I think that will just remain. That's not going to change. It's um, never going to change. Seven seven top ten singles mm-hmm. on one record. Want to be starting something? The girl is mine. Uh, Thriller, Beat It, Billy Jean, Human Nature, Pyt. I mean, what was it? Three songs he didn't release. You know, I think it's Pyt a, was on a different album. Pyt wasn't on that album. I think you're wrong. Huh? Was it? I think you're right. I think I'm right. It was on the album you before might be that. Right. Yeah, you were only you were only DJing back then. You should probably know this. <laughs> That's why I said it's not. It was on the album that had "Rock with You." Yeah, and here I am, the little eight-year-old fat boy from uh, <laughs> Union City, New Jersey, yeah. who's wearing his homemade uh, sequin glove. You know what I mean? But let's not forget, produced by Quincy Jones, and let's talk about. You just mentioned Eddie Van Halen. Now here's you know Prince and Michael Jackson, a huge feud going on. People didn't realize that. They yeah, thought that was time. fake. That was a real feud. That's why Prince wasn't in. Uh, we are the world because he wanted his own booth like Michael Jackson had. And that was the mistake Lionel Richie had. And he talks about it in interviews. I made that mistake of not giving him his own area. And he was gone, never answered his calls again. You know? That's amazing. But, uh, but imagine having that kind of clout, though. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, yeah. hey, let's let's put Paul Simon, Billy, uh, Bruce Springsteen, Michael Jackson, Lionel Richie, Kenny Rogers, every single person that's huge in music yeah. I'm going to walk away from it because I don't have my own booth yeah isn't that crazy oh, he didn't want I, another thing he walked away from was Michael Jackson I probably being sarcastic asked him to be in the bad video and he wanted to and he wanted him to be like the no no in the beat it video and he wanted him to be like that Wesley Snipes looking guy you know and he's like no oh, I yeah. want to be the guy who wins the fight or I'm not going to be in it you know <laughs> and this is the reason why I have a Prince tattoo yeah I know you just, love he, love he, love Prince he, he just played by his own rules and I the love way that. he shreds the guitar uh and uh in the George Harrison tribute right yeah. it's he, considered I'm, one of the greatest live performances ever and then he just throws the guitar in the air and walks away no one else can do that no, Springsteen no. throws the guitar once in a while and they throw it back at him, but yeah. once in a while he misses <laughs> and he falls on his ass, which is great. But what I wanted to say was the feud that they had and you know, uh, Prince being such an amazing multi-instrumentalist and, and Michael not, you know? Uh, yeah. So he's like, okay, I'll get Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> right. <laughs> Do you know the story of that? Eddie Van Halen went in and rearranged the entire song and did his thing in like 20 minutes. Like one, you know. And, di- uh, and, and didn't get paid a single cent for and it. And didn't either. get a credit. And he said that he was in a record store. That's what he said. Or something like this. That he was in a record store. His name wasn't on the album. And people were listening to the song and they're like, that's Eddie Van Halen playing that. It's got to be oh, Eddie sure. Van Halen. Yeah. Yeah. Just one of those great. He has one of those great sounds. Would you have known that was him if you didn't know it was him? Would you been able? Do you have that kind of ear? And I'll be honest. You would say, "Wow, that's one one thousand percent." You would. Wow. Yeah, I'll I'll tell you a quick one. I saw Guns N' Roses at Roseland when it was Axel's All Star Band. It wasn't the regular band they Mm -hmm. have now. And uh, DJ Ashba is their guitar player. He's an amazing, brilliant guitar player. So they open up with "Welcome to the Jungle," and I'm like, "Wow, this really sounds like Slash playing." Uh And I'm in the front, and I look down. He has every effect pedal all the amps all the preamps every guitar was slashes rig completely really so when you have that iconic sound if you try and play it differently it's gonna fail miserably yeah 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 you've got the ear for that yeah you do yeah well it's being a musician too it's kind of helps. that's right i keep forgetting you're also a musician so yeah definitely michael jackson uh thriller um bruce springsteen you know those are definitely in in the top so give me some of yours that wouldn't be in the uh you know, in the Rolling Stone top 20, but something that you personally think is one of the best albums of the 80s that maybe a lot of people would say, well, gee, I didn't know that. All right, and think yeah, that. Yeah, I think... Because um, you're I, very... I, underrated. Yeah. 
Yeah, very underrated album. I think is Peter Gabriel's So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that record. Uh, I tend to go all over the place in the 80s. Uh, it's not always about heavy metal. I wasn't really into heavy metal. Oh, somebody asked 80s. me to do a heavy metal segment on my TikTok, and I'm like, I have to bring you in for that. Oh, that's e- that's easy. That'll, that'll kill 19 hours on TikTok. <laughs> but uh, I wasn't always into heavy metal. I was more into pop and rock. Uh, I think uh, Springsteen's Born in the USA is a, is a life-changing album for me. Uh, that was my introduction to him because, again, a little bit younger. Yeah, you're much so, younger than I am. I'm 100. So <laughs> I wouldn't say you're 100. I mean, you definitely look it, but you're, you're definitely not 100. <laughs> um, yeah, Born in the USA was a game-changing album for me because it was like, I was like eight or nine when that came out. And uh, it was very it was during that whole Cold War thing with Russia and the United States. And you're hearing Born in the USA, not realizing that it's like... It's not uh, an it's anthem. Not really, it's not, it's an, not anthem. an anthem. No. When you're nine years old, you think this is right. the greatest well, thing ever. People make that mistake with Pink Houses. Uh, John Mellencamp, they think that's an anthem. Yes. It plays at all the 4th of July parades. Listen to the lyrics. Exactly. And that's another great album, too. His Uh Uh-huh album is, uh, I think, that really kind of reinvented him from John Cougar. I might take the the wind out of your sails because it's probably on your list, but I know that you love Brothers in Arms. I know that you love it. Dire Straits? Yes. Yes, it's a great The first album you bought, right? Wasn't it you who told me it was the first album you bought? First uh, CD I bought was uh, Guns N' Roses' Appetite for Destruction. Oh, okay. Right, right, right. Yes, but I did have Brothers in Arms uh, later on in life when I realized that Mark Knopfler uh, doesn't use a pick when he plays guitar. Uh, blew my mind when mm-hmm. I heard that. Uh, but again, one of those big MTV generation uh, songs for Money for Nothing. That was a game-changing video. There weren't any videos that were like that when that video came out. Right. Yeah. So that's a good one. Um I think if I'm going to go a little deeper, I think another great record uh, now that you can look back is uh, Def Leppard's Hysteria. Yes. It's another record like uh, Thriller. I think they put out six top 10 hits on that record as well. Uh, and they are just a machine. You know, they were absolutely a machine uh, in the late 70s, early 80s. And then, you know, Rick Allen loses his arm. How do you come back from that? Right. They put out probably the biggest hard rock record of the 80s even bigger than appetite i think it's even bigger than appetite for destruction i think hysteria really put them on the map as one of the biggest arena rock bands that was out there at the time right 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 i know um i would be in trouble if i don't mention uh joshua tree oh i love joshua you know tree. kimberly I'm, loves kimberly already asked if she could do uh a, a, a hue 2 special on the internet station that we're launching and i'm like of course you do whatever you want yeah U2 is one of the uh one of the best bands to really come out of the you know the early '80s and and through the '90s, they've they've stood the test of time. They just put out a great record. I don't know if you've heard it. It's called Sounds of Silence. I haven't where, heard uh, it. So it's uh, Bono's doing a tour around the country, doing uh, all like spoken word, and these are all acoustic reenactments of all their hits from the last forty years. And he's uh, solo on this, or he's not? With- he's it's him and Edge, I believe, on him the record. Edge, but in yeah. person, he uh, he has somebody else who's playing with him. So yeah, they're another band that constantly changes and stayed relevant for over forty years. When you is, think about it, they've been around. I, I remember the first time I saw them, very first time, and you probably don't remember the show was Tom Snyder inter- interviewed them. Yeah, I remember Tom Snyder. Absolutely. I remember that the late show or late night show. He was smoking all the cigarettes, and Dan Aykroyd yep. did an amazing invitation to him on Saturday Night Live. Remember? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I, I used to love watching his show. I, and I'm going to sidetrack a second here, but Stu Bob, I won't go off the rails. I just watched an interview of him with Manson, and he just destroys Manson in this interview. I would have been scared, you know what, list. Oh, yeah. And, 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 Charles, and he just like, right in his face, right? It was so amazing. It's on YouTube. Okay, I digress. 
<laughs> I think, uh, you know, if you want to go back to Prince, you got to go to the uh, 1999 record and the Purple Rain Purple soundtrack. Rain, which yeah. we, we, we've yeah. talked about the Purple yeah. Rain so much. It's, uh, it's a great record. Uh, you know, if you really listen to it, too, uh, my buddy's band is on there as well. I believe it's uh, Morris Day in the Time. Mm-hmm. has Jungle Love, I believe, on that record. And uh, I am going to marry my buddy who plays in Morris Day at the time. I am flying out to L.A. in February, to, and I will be uh, sitting in the front with Morris Day myself. You're going personally. to marry him? Oh, oh, marry him as a just a piece. I was like, is there something I don't know? <laughs> Let that stink for a little bit. That was a good joke. Let that stink no, a little bit. It, it, now, here's really one you'll overlook because I think it's not for you, as eclectic as you are. Uh, get, ha- get Happy, Elvis Costello. Yeah, not a hell of a not, Yeah, fan. I didn't think you would be. And boy, uh, what a great artist and songwriter. Yeah, you know, I only I, know I, a couple songs, like Watching the Detective and Allison. That's see, basically the only two songs I know from I them. would bet you're not a Warren Zevon fan either. No, it's no, that, whole, that whole weird alternative. Yeah, but I'll I tell you, he uh, never made it to the mainstream. He had like his cult following. Uh, but a songwriter's songwriter, really. I mean, songwriters learn from just listening to his words and lyrics, so... You know. I just watched the uh, Roy Orbison Black and White Night again last night. Oh my god! Uh, for the first time in Who a very long time. Who was on that? Time. Springsteen. I mean, the whole everywhere. Springsteen, on that. Elvis Costello, Costello Katie yeah. Lang, Bonnie Raitt, Jackson mm. Brown. It was. Uh, it's one of the most brilliant things. And it, on a, you know, I feel so bad because like he literally died like right after that was recorded. Yeah. You know what you really have to do? You have to get. We don't have to, but I'd like you to get your TikTok to a thousand followers so you can join me on a live, and we'll go live on my. On MySpace and on my tic- I'm not on MySpace. On my TikTok, uh, my TikTok Space uh, channel, and we'll talk music there, and we'll be able to take questions, and it'll be it'll be cool. We could do it on Zoom, but you can't get the questions. If we're live, people will scroll questions, and Stu Bob might have a question. Yeah, how like about why I do you hang around your- with me? <laughs> yeah, how about I just drive to your house? It's too much. It's too much work building up a following. I've done this on so many social media platforms. Yeah, but a couple of one. videos and you will, man. People will love you. I don't know, man. It's too much work. Yeah. I'm not 12 either. I know. know. I knew that was coming. You think everybody on TikTok's 12? <laughs> no, just 12 year old girls. It's yeah. not just everybody. But, yeah, um, there's different the sides of TikTok. It depends what you have. Well, to. yes, that is true. That is very you true. Know, like. Um, like, if I watch one video of a Barab, let's say of a girl dancing, which I don't watch, but if I watch one, it'll come up on my For You page forever. You have to hit not interested. Oh, believe me, dude. I, I, said, I said the other day that my, uh, my social media feeds have gone from looking at uh, Puerto Rican <laughs> women with big butts, you know, all over the world now to bulldog videos and puppy videos. Yeah, this and is cats, my, right? This is where my, yeah, no, no, no. Cats are horrible. They still like cats, sleeping. Yeah. I don't no, like cats. They're horrible. Um, and you gotta be careful because you got some ginger daughters and they steal their souls. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I don't want that happening. No, no, they're good okay. kids. They like cats, though. Uh, uh, I was a little bummed out. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was a little bummed out. Uh, I'm going to see Guns N' Roses in concert in August, and they have some amazing opening acts. They have uh, Carrie Underwood and Alice in Chains opening up some of the tour, and I get stuck with the I get stuck with the Pretenders opening up for them. Oh, don't be calling it stuck with. Well, I listen. I was because I'm a huge Allison Chains fan. I also love Carrie Underwood, and I'm really not so super wow. deep with the Pretenders. Tenders. I went, I went back to their to their solo, uh, their you. debut record, mm-hmm. and uh, great record. Yeah, it is a solid, solid record. Yeah, so now they're I'm a great band. Turned, I've turned the corner a little bit with them now. Yeah, I think you'll like it. I, I hope you're not going to be disappointed with Guns N' Roses. Have you seen any video of this tour? Not at this tour. Yeah. I've seen. I saw the last tour seven times. Yeah. Uh, and they've changed up the set list a lot this time, which in a way I like, in a way I don't. Well, I'll tell you, last summer, uh, the Def Leppard, uh, you know, the Def Leppard tour, um, yes. Molly Crew's awful. 
Yes. Awful. They were uh, playing to backing tracks, too. But Poison was on point. The, yes, you know, Poison I mean, is a very underrated band. Wow, they were good. You know, uh, Brett Michaels, he had worked out or whatever because they were right on. And, of course, they had their, you know, somewhat striptease show going on with the girls. So, you know, that sure. helped to make the stage, you know, pleasant. Um, oh, absolutely. But, we can mention their album, Open Up and Say Ah, which is one of my personal okay, top. I'd okay. say it's a top 20 record it's, for it's, me. It's hard to name the best albums. Do you have any albums that you think were stinkers? Um, From the so 80s? So you're not going to mention the Smiths. You know, you're not going to mention... That's not the stuff you like. I mean, I it's can't... Just not, it's just not... Yeah, it's just... I can say that they're good, but it's just yeah. not that... They're not my favorites. It's not my wheelhouse, you know? Yeah, it's like the me, Pixies, you no, none of that stuff. <laughs> none of that stuff. Wow. Like you, you give me, you give me Janet Jackson's "Control" from the eighties. I'll take that over to Pixies any let, day of the week. Let me ask you this: I'm going to switch to metal real quick for a second because you're sure. you're such a big fan of the grunge, right? Uh, when do. when it when it kind of kicked metal out, were you one of the people that went, "Well, this sucks"? Because there's a lot of people no. that have a problem with that on TikTok. You see people talking about it all the time. They, you know, like the, I don't. the Seattle sound took away their heavy metal. It really did, and it just had a shelf life. Yeah. You know? It had a, you know what it was too. It was so prevalent in the '80s, early on, before it really broke out. But Metallica so, is still killing it. Yeah, but Metallica was not really, you know, no? hair metal. Yeah, it was hair yeah, metal that they yeah. killed. They're more of a thrash metal yeah, band. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. That's true. And that whole genre was like really built up for like four or five years before it became popular, and it only had a run from like '86 to '90, right? You know, '91 really. So it's not a long, uh, long shelf life, and it was just such a breath of fresh air to hear something different. Mm. And I, I always say I never forget the day that I heard Smells Like Teen Spirit for the first time. I was on a bus going to high school and I played it and my I just my eyes were open, my jaw <laughs> dropped, and I played it like 40 <laughs> times in a row. And my life changed from that song. It okay. really did. My life completely changed. Let's see if, uh, when we, as we wrap up here. Let's see what you could do. Your top three albums of the 1980s. One, two, and three. And this is going to be hard for you because you're going to want to put a Prince in there, but you, get, you got other stuff you like. It's gonna, is, or is this mm. easier than I think? For you. No, it's a lot harder yeah. than, than I can imagine. Why well, don't give you five? Uh, I'll go, give you five. Give me five. No, four, three th- is fine. Okay. Born in the US born in the USA at oh number my three. God. Well, that's because you're from New Jersey. And it's and the greatest place in the world to live. Hmm. I have a lot of people from New Jersey that are on my TikTok lives. Listen, I can drive a half an hour and be in New York City. I can drive an hour and be in Philadelphia. I can drive 10 minutes and be in the woods. And I could be drive 15 minutes to be on the beach. You yeah. tell me it's not the greatest place in the world to live. How's the air quality I'll right wait. now? How's the air quality right now? Much, much better today. It's getting better. It's good, hopefully, yeah. <laughs> it was orange here the other day. I know. It was I saw it on the orange. news. I thought of you the first second I it saw it. It was yeah. horrific. Yeah. All right. So Bruce, uh, born in the USA, number three. I'm right. going to go with. I know uh, it's number one. You, I absolutely know it's number one. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Thriller at number two. Wow. And, uh, a- and then Appetite at number one. With, what is it uh, about hysteric- Thriller? What is it about Thriller? The PT, PYT that you like so much on Thriller? No, it was just, <laughs> again, <laughs> you, you got to remember, again, you know, I hate bringing it up all the time, but this is the age era where yeah. I started with the MTV generation. I was not that kid who was out playing sports. I was out in front of my TV watching yeah. MTV from three o'clock until whatever time I went to bed. Working on that and, figure. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> round is a shape, by the way. I know. So, uh, and then that, and then I would say guns appetite. Number one, yeah. obviously. And I I'll give an honorable be- mention. And I will mention the Joshua Prince. tree. No, I'm going to say Joshua tree by you too. But you don't, mention. but you have a Prince tattoo. More of a nineties Prince fan. Oh, okay. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's where I really, that's right. really discovered Yeah, he Prince. really broke in the 90s. We were playing uh, some of his early stuff at another radio station I worked at you know, 100 years ago. So. Yes. So yeah. that, that's, where, that's where I kind of fall in line with Prince. But yeah, yeah this was, I, I could talk about the 80s albums for an hour and a half, but we're not going to. We're not going to because we're wrapping up. It's powered by Prime yep. 82 Restaurant. And uh, thanks, Sean. Always fun to have you on. And, you know, if yes. you're ever in this area, we'll go live on TikTok. We'll talk metal. And yes. you can talk to the people who know about it, and I'll just walk away and. Maybe I'll, get, maybe I'll get some new people in the community following me. Yes, if anybody in the community has any suggestions, too, for some upcoming uh, topics, please drop them and yeah. uh, let Franco know. And if they're great, we'll, uh, we'll talk about it. And if All there's right. not, uh, we're not. And tell everybody about your podcast. What's your band? Uh, the, oh, close. It's oh, called who, Who's Your Band? Who's Your Band? Oh. Who's Your Band? Uh, yeah, we had. Uh, I just interviewed somebody from uh, the new Pete Davidson show, Bupkis, which is on Peacock. Mm-hmm. Uh, great episode dropping this week. And uh, yeah, it's everywhere you can find it. You know, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, everywhere you can go. So as a, as a great comedian and somebody who came up with uh, Pete Davidson, you can't ride his coattails, you can't get a hold of him, he forgets you? Yeah. Uh, uh, we're never friends, you okay. know, never big friends, but like we, we, you know, we started together, yeah. you know, and a lot of my friends are, are good friends with him and he takes care of people that are good to him. Oh, that's and, good. Uh, like Adam Sandler. There's nobody better than Sandler. Yes. He, everybody yeah. is right in Sandler's code. I wish I knew him. I carry his Kevin James. Kevin James the same way. And uh, yeah, if you watch the show, Bupkis, you'll see, I mean, if you really take a good look, you see 15 to 20 standard comics in the show. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah that's it really cool. is. All right. Uh, thanks. Thanks a lot. Pa- uh, powered by Prime 82 Restaurant. Thanks for listening, everyone. Be sure to follow um, Sean on his podcast, uh, Who's Your Band? And if you uh, have a chance, check us out at BigHitsBigFun.com for 80s and 90s. Uh, really good sound on our radio station here. And follow me on TikTok at Franco in the morning for the history of music. Sean, have a great weekend. You too, buddy.